BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB. LB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire 7 days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Choice coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday the 22nd, no, Wednesday the 29th, Wednesday the 29th of March 2017 and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I'm an intrinsic coach and also a choice expert. My co-host who is coming to you live from London in the UK is Olivia Lashley. She's an expressions coach and artist amongst other things and also we have a new exciting guest called Clarice. Clarice will be joining me. <laughs> and that's how she talks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, that's how Clarice. That's how Clarice talks. So you might hear Clarice throughout the show. If I can get her to say something, you might hear her um throughout the show. But anyway guys, welcome, welcome to the show. Today we're talking about can you tell me where exactly God is and you know, that's the $64,000 question or, you know, the $600 million question with inflation. That's where it is these days. And so we're going to have a little discussion about that. But before we actually roll into that, Clarice or Olivia, I don't care who answers. How you doing, ladies? How you doing? <laughs> we, the, 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 the proverbial we are fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> And we so we don't right you how you are. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm oh, good. No, yeah. wait, 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 wait. I I, I don't, I singular, don't I. care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I stop care. I stop care. I stop caring when she offered me some red wine. <laughs> it's like no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't what did we have and, and, and what was it? Um Keanu. Who? Oh me. And Dr. Oh, Pepper. Right. Yes, it was some drink you had, and you had it with like Dr Pepper or Coke or something. And both me and myself that. looked at each other like, "What?" And you were yeah, like, but... "Look, that's all there was." <laughs> and and furthermore, have you ever tried it? So you actually don't know what it tastes like, do you, Wendy? Do you? I don't you, think you do, you do you, Wendy? Wendy, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Wait. Yeah, I know. Wendy, do you? <laughs> and did it taste good? 
Did it actually taste good? It tasted wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Oh, Olivia, Olivia. What did mum say? You're going there crossways? You're going crossways. (laughs) (laughs) But no, so it's all good. So how are you, darling? How's tricks? How's business? Yeah, yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. I've just been um, trying to sort out. uh, Oh, it's really uh, labor intensive. Um, Trying to sort the stuff out to put the designs out. Um, to put onto each and every single T-shirt or baby grow or whatever it is, so on the computer. So no, no, I'm okay doing it. I'm I'm okay doing it. That it's just when I think about how much I have to do. But if I just said, because like today, I, no, the last couple of days, I said, okay, well, I'll just take one at a time and don't think about all the others I have to do. So, um, so yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. You did like hundreds. Yeah. When you told me, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. But that inspired me to write my, my blog, you know, um, about being passionate because one of the things that I had said, and guys, this is something we spoke about last week's show was about, I think it was at any rate, about being passionate about what you do. And one of the things is, it's not always going to be all warm and fuzzy. That being said, when you hit the the times where, you know, it's not all um, cupcakes and frosting and all this jazz, because you are actually passionate about what you're doing and that creative um, essence is flowing and that, for me, you're connected with the divine source um, and it's all flowing through, because you have that and that really, um, I don't know, fuels your passion or what have you, when you do come to the points in the road where you've got like I don't know 18 times 100 or something like that Um, things things to do um, you actually do them and you do them and you find ways to do them but you do them knowing that the end goal is already been met because you see the end goal otherwise you Mm. really wouldn't do it Liv I know you wouldn't do it Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. so, so, so you've seen the end goal you know, um, as as Mountain as um, Martin Luther King said, you know, he's 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 seen the promised land. He's been there, and yeah. and that's what he said. You know, and so therefore he knew what was coming. He knew what was, and in more ways than one, he knew what was coming. In more ways than one, because he had been told. Um, and I don't mean by man told. He'd been told. But that that being said, when you're passionate about something, you actually view it from the end and you don't actually view it as you're looking at it from the outside in. You are inside of it, looking out, feeling the whole nine yards. But I feel Mm. your pain, girl. I feel your pain. I can't (laughs) wait to see. I'll be be clicking them everywhere. I will put them absolutely on every social media thing I have. I will put them there for the work you've done. But what we're talking about is the the baby boutique. The baby boutique actually is um, you can have customized um, or personalized uh, clothing for your for your babies uh, and for your children right up to the age of five, 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 five. So toddler five, and right up to the age of five, you can have um, personalized clothing. For your for your kids, i.e., it has their names on it and you know stuff like that. Some of them are really awesome. What I've seen at any rate, and of course you can definitely buy um, you know the different creations that Olivia is actually 
making. And so you can buy kind of like off the rack and or you can have it analyzed. And so that's mm-hmm. the, the babyboutique.com. How about that? Yeah, it's the littlebabyboutique.com. Okay, the little baby boutique boutique yeah boutique.com right, yeah guys. I mean the, I mean I mean if anyone sort of like chooses to 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 take a look at the website there are so many more designs that's what I'm working on at the moment trying to get the designs out the rest of the designs out to put onto the website there's just so there's a lot it is so I sit, so, I sit so, down and I go on No 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 so I was saying it was a work in progress, but you were saying you sit down. I sit down and I start. And you don't do anything. Doing, doing, no, quite, quite the contrary, actually. Um, I sit down and I start working on, on one thing. I say, okay, well, I'll, 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 I'll think about doing this design or that design. And then it morphs into something else. And then I get a bit of this and I put it with a bit of that. And then that morphs into something else. So, I mean, all, all the designs are sort of like basically my own. You know, they're all unique. Mm-hmm. They're all original. Mm-hmm. Um, only mm-hmm. available from us, really. Yeah, the the little picnic baby booty. booty. <laughs> <laughs> and that Missy, and that Missy, <laughs> and that Missy. You know, you missed that. But did you say that the little baby booty? Is that I was going to say. But anyway, I'm really looking forward to that, and I think it's a really novel idea. Um, you know, I think it's really. It's, um, I, I love creativity in any in any shape or form. I really do love creativity and seeing seeing it channeled and you know and seeing it channeled where not only is it um, benefiting you but it benefits other people too. So, um, what's up, Clarice? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she ain't saying nothing, huh? Okay, all right. Well, I'll leave her alone because Clarice has I think, a scary quote. Yeah, I, I think you might be right, Wins. I think that's the that, that's the better part of valor, I think the sentence is. Yeah, 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 to retreat, to retreat. Mm. But anyway, guys, all's good in my world. Uh, please look out for the webinar that's coming to you from me, and that's all about visualization, as I was speaking about being in the end, not just looking at the end, but being in the end. That's really the, 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 the whole the whole thing in an enchilada as it says or you know in a muffin or whatever and um it's about how you how you view things and actually recognizing that the things that you actually do work on and things that you do accomplish that you've actually viewed it from the end you you haven't just viewed it as you're looking at it and it's just about changing or looking at tapping into and or seeing if what i'm sharing with you what we're sharing with you resonates with you so that being said, um, can you tell me exactly where God is? Now, this question, this is a question that believers and non-believers, i.e. atheists and people who have other um, specific beliefs, this is what they have asked themselves for as long as man has been in, been in existence. Where exactly is God? Now, there are raging debates and have been raging debates and will continue to have raging debates about the existence of God, who and what and where God is located. But today, but today, my, my phone's downstairs, actually. Oh, and you're not on, on, on um, what's it? it, it do you know what, Liz? It sounds like something's rubbing, rubbing across your mic. Really? 
What, yeah, even now? Yeah, I was a joke. <laughs> so, I know, I know so exactly now. what you were going to bloody say. <laughs> it was Clarice. Obviously, I've got someone to blame, and I can blame my alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Clarice, yeah, breathe the hard in the mic, man. You need to ease up after that. Just back, man. Just back. Um, but <laughs> there are raging debates about the existence of God, who, what, and where God is located. And today we're not really going to be talking about whether the existence of God is true, although that is part of the process. Um, and yet, and yet. People don't actually know, and yet we have been told categorically that God is everywhere, God's within you, God's in heaven, God's in the universe, and, you know, God's in a rock or a piece of carved wood above you, below you, around you, between you, everywhere. Now, these questions have given rise to a global, hear me clearly, a global trillion-dollar self-help industry, okay? And, keeping it in all fairness, and have kept the zillion dollar, and I say zillion dollar, the zillion dollar church industry and ministries in business, from new age to evangelical ministries. Now, the evangelical ministries are really the new and upcoming thing with the traditional churches, okay, an evangelical approach to to spreading the gospel, as it were. So from new age to um, evangelical, evangelical ministries and everything in between, including Wiccan, or Wicca, but Wiccan, and paganism, all claim to have the answer that people are seeking when they are trying to find God. So my question to you guys as we move forward um, with this show is, where do you think God is? And truthfully, this is the summation of the show. I mean, so I may as well just get that out there. Where do you think God is? Because that is um, the most important thing, where you think God God is. Um, let me, because I've written some notes here. So let's get these. Oh, my glasses are stuck. Okay, there we go. Nice. <laughs> right. Okay, then. All right, then. All righty, then. So anyway, guys, um, what I wanted to say to you is is simply this. There's, there's a couple of things that I wanted to point out to you. And in recognizing with the bill of goods that we have been sold from whatever your religious persuasion is, whatever your or whomever your chosen deity is, whether you be Buddhist, whether you be Christian, whether you be Jewish, whether you be Hindu, whether you be, I don't know, um, what have I left out? Christian. Um, whether, whatever, you know, whether you be Baha'i, which is a spin-off of, of, um, of uh, uh, Islam, um, what, what, whatever it is that you profess to believe and whatever it is that you do believe, Understand, understand that unless you have deciphered for yourself, for yourself, the information, and I say deciphered, perhaps a better word is, unless you have actually taken the information that has been shared with you and you have taken it inside of self and tapped into it to find out if this rings true for you, you are buying a bill of goods 
that has been sold to you based on somebody else's belief, somebody else's thought process, somebody else's way, somebody else's bias, somebody else's thought process about themselves and God. And we spoke about this in last week's show, and it's really important to to do your own due diligence, to do your own due diligence. As my, as my forte or my stronghold comes from the Bible per se, there are many things in the Bible, many, many things in the Bible that tell you where God is, yet still most people look for God as somebody in the sky or somebody above the skies, above, above the skies, somewhere out there. Well, guys, if you believe in, you know, man going to the moon and all that jazz, if you believe in that, you know that the sky, after the sky, you go, you're going out into outer space. So then my question to you is, if that is your belief that God is external to you and is beyond the clear blue skies, where beyond the clear blue skies do you feel that God is? Where? You see, the relationship that you have with your chosen God is a relationship that is going to assist and support you in creating the life that you say that you want to live. The relationship that you have with God is going to be very instrumental in how you show up in life, how you feel about yourself, how you use the laws of attraction, how you understand the universal laws or the spiritual laws, the natural laws, God's laws, whatever term you want to use. So guys, it's really important to start giving some of this thought, or at least I think so. Because as we evolve, and we are definitely evolving en masse, as we evolve, we are evolving into a people. And I I don't care whether you're in the Amazon, I don't care whether you are on Rodea Drive, whether you are in London, I don't care, Australia, I don't care where you're at. We are evolving into a people who are coming to the realization that God is about having a relationship. God is about, about ourselves individually having our relationship with God and not somebody preaching the gospel to you and telling you it has to be this way. Now that being said, to varying degrees, religions differ in how they do this. Some are definitely more, you know, you need to go within. However, these are the parameters that you have to work with. But it's about you. It's about you doing the work for self. So, Liz, is there anything that you'd like to throw in here? Sorry. Uh, Yeah, I mean, for, you know, the question for me is like... um, you know, God, if you believe in God, um, has to be everywhere, you know, like the things that your body's a temple and um, I reside in my father's house, you know, who's the I, 
made in his image, you know, and all that thing. It, it, it to me, it says, okay, well, there is no separation. Looking at looking externally means that um, for those for those sort of um, um, oh gosh, I've forgotten the word, not chapters, but you know what, in, in the Bible, those sort of scriptures in the Bible, they're, they're being misread or um, perhaps deliberately misunderstood. misunderstood. Um, yeah, yeah, misinterpreted. Um, so God, God, I mean God as people believe him, I would say, is everywhere. He's everywhere that, or God is everywhere that you are. And I think especially wherever your focus mm. is, that I'd say that is mm. where you can find God. That's the only way that God could be omnipresent or omnipotent in your reality. He'd have to be everywhere mm-hmm. where you are. And if God is not with mm-hmm. you or around you, then God is with someone else. Which begs mm-hmm. the question, who or what has you been using as a substitute for God in God's absence? <laughs> That's why I love you, sis. That's why I love you, sis. Bring it. Okay, guys. <laughs> who are you praying to if you do not believe that God is? I'm going to say, I, I, I'm going to just start out saying, God is with. I'm going to start saying. And so, if if as Olivia said, if whatever you are focused on, or wherever you are in this moment, if God isn't with you, then who is? Mm-hmm. Then who is? You know, it's like that thing. Guys, and we, we, we said this on the show. Olivia first said this on the show, I don't know, about seven years ago. If a tree falls in a forest, will it make a sound? Stop yawning. Will it make a sound <laughs> if you're not there? So if a tree falls in the forest, will it make a sound if you're not there? You know, sorry, can and I... To, I, I, to I, me, that, that, I Go ahead, Liz. I know this is a mute point. No, Sorry, so maybe you should finish what you were going to say. I, I didn't. I, I just read it somewhere. I didn't actually say it. I said it on the show, but I didn't, no, it no, wasn't no, 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 no. I know. I know it wasn't your okay. your 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 question and, or your quote. No, I do know that, love. But you you first brought it to the attention okay. of, of the listening audience, and that was about seven years ago. Mm. And um, it, it's it's something that's really appropriate. In recognizing that wherever you are, there everything is, including God. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are, there everything is. It can be no other way. It can be no other way. Now, with with actually with this particular subject, I I was really, mm, I was really unsure as to which way I wanted to go. Uh, and I really was. And I was like, okay, all right. So I jotted down some notes, and then I jotted down some more notes. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going shopping. <laughs> That's what I did. I went shopping, and I came back. And I said, however it's meant to roll out is how it will roll out. And I think primarily, um, I, I, I actually do research for the shows, guys, believe it or not. It might not sound like it. But I do research for the shows and I extract from the research that which is in harmony with me, that which is in 
um, I resonate with. Now, for this show, there's some things that I did pull out, but once, once I, and I say pull out, some things that I did research because I think it's really important to understand, in addition to knowing where God is, where God's located, it's really important to understand the power of your words. Now, we've done, this, done the power of your spoken word numerous times, and I would imagine that we will continue to do this. But I really do want you to know how powerful your spoken word is. I want you to know what can get lost in translation and what has been lost in translation. And this is so important to you and your understanding and the teachings that have been handed down. This is why we all have the ability to choose whether or not we take the time out to take information that we have been given and we take it inside and ask the simple question as, what does this mean to me? What does this mean for me? Does this resonate with me? It's about you doing work. But that being said, Again, I want you to know how powerful your words, your words are. And I want you to understand clearly that things get lost in translation. This is why you will find that sometimes what people will do, instead of texting you, they'll literally call you. And they'll say to you, you know something, I called you because I didn't want this to be misunderstood. I didn't want anything to get lost in the translation. I, I, I didn't know how to phrase it in the text to put it across in the way that I wanted to. And so they'll phone you, and it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. When, the Bible, when the Bible was being translated, it's been translated <laughs> so many times. Not only that, there have been 14 books, according to what I researched, 14 books that have been removed from the Bible. And they were removed from the Bible because whoever was translating it and or putting, putting it together at X, Y, Z particular time, didn't, it didn't fit with what they thought, hear me clearly, what they thought, hear me clearly, what they thought it should be. Okay, guys? That's 14 books. Some of the books, like the book of, um, I think it's Ruth, has, has, been, has been paraphrased down or pared down, reflect a certain perspective. Now, we all understand about perspective because when you listen to the media, the media will come at you at a certain perspective. This is why there are certain channels that you like. Some people prefer Channel 8. Some prefer um, ITV. Some prefer BBC. Some BBC 2. Some BBC 4. Some, um, you know, Fox. Some this, some that. And it's because there's a perspective that is being given to you that resonates with you. You know, some people read, what's, what's, well, News of the World, it's no longer there anymore. But what, what was the other one? The Sun. The Sun. Is that still going, Liz? The Sun newspaper? Do you know what? I'm not sure. I know the Daily Mirror is. The Daily Mail is. I can't remember. I think the Sun closed okay. down. I think so. Okay, all right, all right. Because I think that was with uh, News of the World. I think all of that was lumped in. But then you, you have stuff like News of the World no longer or The Inquirer. And then you have something like the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal and, 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 you know, the Telegraph or 
you know, that sort of stuff. It speaks to you in a certain way that resonates with who you are. And that bias of who, whoever runs the newspaper, owns the newspaper, and then the people who write on the newspaper, they all have... This is not an offering to sell a franchise. Franchise offerings are made through the franchise disclosure document. Ask for details. Don't waste your time barking up the wrong tree. Fetch the perfect franchise opportunity with Pet Supplies Plus. Named the number one pet franchise by Entrepreneur Magazine for eight years running. Invest in a top dog and enjoy a 2.4 million AUV as a franchise owner. Get your paws on a rewarding franchise opportunity in a billion dollar industry by visiting PetSuppliesPlusFranchising.com. That's PetSuppliesPlusFranchising.com. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details this bias and understand when um, ancient works, works from antiquity, when they are actually um, uh, translated into modern day language, correct me if I'm wrong, Liv, sometimes there isn't a word for what they're trying to say. Very true. Very true. Mm -hmm. And so they go to the nearest thing or the thing that is similar, but the thing that is similar doesn't do the word justice. It doesn't, it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't do the word justice. I mean, you, you say, I mean, you're saying about whole words, but you can change a sentence or a comma and it changes the whole ethos and it of the message. everything. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, you you have words like um, uh, let's see. Um, okay, uh, okay. I, I, in Jamaica, they they'll say something, and maybe Montserrat and stuff like that. They'll say stuff like um, somebody them little what them talawa. Okay, well, they're small, they're little, but them talawa. It doesn't only mean that they're strong. But it stops talking about the inner strength that somebody mm. has. They can go the distance, blah, 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 blah. And you see, in order to be able to express that, it may take a sentence, an entire sentence. So people will be able to capture, when he said, you know, well, we people, we understand. And we know exactly what that means. But then again, as I was saying, to really to, 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 to define it and to encapsulate it in one word, I'll say they're strong, but it's so much more than that. It's so, would you agree, Liv? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But I, I think you hit the nail on the head when you were saying about, it's, about, it's talking about um, what's going on with them internally. You know, um, exactly. the, the, the strength, the, the internal strength that they have, I, definitely, I think more so than anything else. Yeah, the, obviously the physical stature tends to be a bit limited <laughs> because they're little, but yeah, I mean, it definitely talks about the, um, the inner strength. Absolutely. 
uh, when I started out this, I started saying, you know, guys, you know, look at, I, I, I want us to talk about the power of the spoken word, and this is just to get an idea and then uh, move forward from that. If you look at the word in and to, in and to, I'm in here, I'm going to, okay, in and to. In Galatians, one of the books of the Bible, in Galatians chapter 1, verse 15, the scripture states, and it literally it states this, but when it pleased God to reveal his son in me. Okay? So I'm going to back up here and I'm going to read the whole thing. This is a scripture from um, Galatians chapter 1, verse 15. But when, um, but when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him, i.e. God, among the Gentiles. I did not rush to consult with flesh and blood. Understand this, guys. When you look at different interpretations, many interpretations have said it pleased God, so God was pleased, to reveal his son to me. So that I might preach him among the Gentiles. And I did not rush to consult flesh and blood. And the, the, the bit there about not rushing to consult flesh and blood, it, that means going externally to ask people. So you do the internal work inside your head, inside your mind, inside your heart. But where I'm going with this is the difference between to and in. When the word is saying that God set you apart from your mother's womb and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me. That's pleased to, re pleased to reveal the Christ consciousness within you so you can have it within you. Not so you can see it, so it becomes one with you instead of to you, in you. And that is huge. That, that, those two syllables, that two, that T and that O, versus the I and the N, it changes everything. It makes God external to you. It makes the Christ, the Jesus Christ, Christ consciousness, the, 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 the guiding light, whatever phrase you want to use, spirit, whatever phrase you want to use. When, it, when you're talking about to you, you have just separated yourself mm -hmm. from the divine. Mm -hmm. Would but you then, agree, Liz? But, absolutely, Wendy. The, the separation is there. I mean, I, particularly in, I would say, in um, religious organisations, you know, the step, one of the biggest separations that come about with people, kids learning, um, you know, in the, um, what's it called? The children's thing, when you go to, anyway, um, you know, you know, about, about the devil. 
and my thing is when I when I come to that is like, well, who, you know, the people say, oh, it's mm-hmm. it, it's the work of the devil. And my question is like the one one I said before, you know, who is your substitute for your God? If exactly. if you know if you believe that your God is everything and everywhere, there's no room for the devil. For the devil, come on. Or Bring else you're actually worshiping two masters. You're worshiping a false idol. But this is this is an indoctrination mm-hmm. that that um that has been perpetuated over because what it does it separates you. It separates you from, from the div- mm-hmm. from the divine, right? It's like a divide and conquer because you know a direct communication is actually what it's about. It's a one on one. And then there's no one, yeah. um, there's no one in the way of you actually expressing yourself and actually receiving information that is pertinent. There you go. Because you don't have to go to someone else. And then the thing about going to someone else is that they have their idiosyncrasies, they have their life story. So how they interpret it and how you interpret things, they're going to be two different things. And so f- for me, anyway, particularly with um, looking at the Bible. Uh, it's imperative to actually, as you say, you know, do your own due diligence. You know, don't t- don't just take things as just, just don't take things exactly. as gospel. Forgive the pun. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, there's there's um there's more to it than that. You know, um, the, the, for me, yes. the, you know, the church. One of the things about the church is actually to prevent people from remain. I think I said this last week to to, to make sure that people remain children and they don't grow. And the growth that mm-hmm. it to mm-hmm. me it's like it's to thwart their spiritual growth, so they remain Your spiritual growth. children. Yeah. And it and and it it um it it allows people to control you. Mm. It allows Absolutely. people to control you. The, the whole it thing allows of you know, control you. The whole thing of um you know the devil thing that's something you hear a lot of in church. That in itself, I mean, that in itself speaks volumes. You know, they're saying, oh, he says, oh, don't worship, don't, don't worship um, uh, false idols. You can't serve two masters. And what's it telling you to do? You then itself, it's just like, you know, if you believe in God, that's all there is. It doesn't matter whether you understand exactly. the world. It doesn't matter. All you know is that whatever's happening is in his grace. That's the, see, for me, that's see, the top, top, middle and bottom the, line. <laughs> The end. <laughs> no, and you're right. No, Liz. No, no, no. You're right, hundred um, percent. Because many, many people they'll say, "Oh, you know, the devil's busy." And the other day, actually, it was was it late last year? I think it was late last year. Um, somebody very close to me, very dear to me, um, definitely raised in church. Blah 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 blah. Was saying the devil's busy. And I took a breath and I said, no, don't blame the devil for that. That's them doing that, whatever they're doing. That's them doing that. That's them choosing to be the way that they are. Their negativity. Because if they were focused on God, as you said, Liz, all that other stuff wouldn't happen. Because they're, 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 or... I, that's, I, I'm making, that's my assumption And I could be wrong Their focus could be there and all this stuff happening well, you, you know, just like you, you're saying You know, that, um, 
but they say like the, the the devil that's the devil at work to me i, I just think i mean no i'm not i i'm spiritual i wouldn't say i'm religious but i hear that and i just think the audacity of it the audacity to <laughs> no seriously if you believe if you believe wholeheartedly in your god the audacity to to second guess guess what your god is doing i mean i mean who if if you believe that he's superior who are you to do that you are not you you know if that's what you believe who are you to do that 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 i mean that that is um hypocrisy at, at its greatest and then these same people will turn around and be you know more holier than thou but no excuse me if you're second guessing your god you have no right whatsoever to be holier than anyone else none in my book there you go go on live with true passion. Come on, girl. Tell them, baby. <laughs> Tell them. No, no. And, you, and you're right. Here's, here's the deal. Many people are blaming um, the devil, per se, or, or Satan, or demons, and all these words I hear people use for what's going on in their, in their life. But what they haven't realized is that they've made a choice. It's based on, their, their life is based upon the choices that they have made. And they're seeing, they're seeing their bread return to them upon the waters. And they start living by their circumstance, not realizing that it is them who have created the circumstance that they are living mm. in. Mm. And then they allow this circumstance that they have created to control them instead of controlling the circumstance. And they moan and complain. They're weeping and wailing and gnashing and teeth and all them things there. And it, to me, it's, oh, I was going to, I was going there. Oh, to me, it's just, just it, 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 it's just, it's just wrong. <laughs> it's it's but just the, wrong. The, the other, the, the other thing you saying, you know, about, um, like people, uh, demons, devils and all that sort of thing. I mean, logically, logically, I mean, who brought that word or that visualization into your life? To say, okay, well, you have to be scared of this and scared of that. Who who brought it into? And then you'd have to question yourself. Well, why? Why would they want you to be in that state? You know, your your God is a loving God. He doesn't want you to be in that state. So who does? And that's the a end. fact. No, Liz, that's a fact. The end. No, that that's a fact. It's so important to do your own due diligence. It's so important to have a conversation with yourself about what's going on with you and God. As I said before, this is not an offering to sell a franchise. Franchise offerings are made through the franchise disclosure document. Ask for details. Don't waste your time barking up the wrong tree. Fetch the perfect franchise opportunity with Pet Supplies Plus. Named the number one pet franchise by Entrepreneur Magazine for eight years running. Invest in a top dog and enjoy a 2.4 million AUV as a franchise owner. Get your paws on a rewarding franchise opportunity in a billion dollar industry by visiting PetSuppliesPlusFranchising.com. That's PetSuppliesPlusFranchising.com. With prices soaring at the pump, filling up can be stressful. That's why Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target, now through June, on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. We know every dollar matters right now, but you can count on us. Get up to $75 cash back this quarter with your Discover It card. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. We are fast evolving. 
into a people who, who do want a, a, an individual, a personal relationship with God. This is why churches are failing right, left, and center. I mean, Liz, when them start close down Catholic churches, you must know. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. churches are empty, the buildings are empty, this speaks volumes. And it speaks volumes because the younger ones, the ones that are coming up, they're looking for internal truth. They don't want to be told the truth. They're looking for internal truth. And much, much of the things that have been, I mean, uh, uh, look, if you, you, you guys can do this as, as an experiment yourself. You can... Um, Get maybe about 10 people on the next time you're having a family reunion or you and the girls are hanging out or what have you. If you have five or more people, actually it doesn't even need five, but you have five or more people, the more people, the better it is. And you take just a, 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 a sentence. You know, Happy Harry met Larry and they went to the football game they had 10 touchdowns. Larry and Harry got drunk and their wives both kicked them out. Okay? So you, you make up a story, you write it up, just something really simple and or not, and you whisper it in somebody's ear and let them continue it round until it comes to the end person and then the end person recites what they heard to you. This is what has happened in the translation of the ancient text. As I said before, also, there are words that were were pertinent then that there isn't a word for that now. And so whoever is and has been in charge of the translation has used the word that they feel is most appropriate. You see, at the end of the day, the bill of goods that you are all being sold is that God is external to you and that is not true. It cannot be true. How can, if you are a product of the living God, if you are a child, go there, a child, or a son or daughter of the living God, that you were separated from this. You know, you, your parents had you. And while your mom is your mom and your dad is your dad, you will always be a part of that union. No matter what you choose to do, you will always be a part of that. You, you can't get away from it. You can't get away from it even if you tried. So for me, guys, there's, you, 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 you believe some things, but you don't believe all things. But the name of the game is some of the things that you are believing are counterintuitive to what's really going on in your life or to what's really going on, the process of where exactly God is. You know, in, in Luke, um, in Luke uh, 21, uh, sorry, 1721, it says, neither shall they say, lo there, lo, lo, lo there, sorry, lo here or lo there. 
For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. There are many, many references in the Bible and in other spiritual texts to say that God is within you. And let me just say this to the metaphysical community. Y'all are just as guilty with some of the things that you do. So, some, some of the ceremonial things that you do. God is within you. God is within you. If you are a part of the creator or whomever your chosen deity is, if you feel that you have been created in any shape or form by this particular deity, your chosen deity, how can you be separate from that? How can you be separate from that? How can you be separate from the the creative force? In 1 Corinthians 3, verses 16, it states here clearly, know that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? You see, people, people get hung up on stuff like, um, Moses, the, the burning bush. And I believe, I, I believe that was about the commandments. I believe that was about the commandments or when he was told to go, go free the people or what have you. But Moses in the burning bush. And with that, um, sometimes I get the impression that when things happen like that and those, those, those parables and those stories are told, people get the impression that that God is external to them. No, this is how God chose to speak to Moses and chose that way because it might have been the most expedient way. Because for all we know, if God spoke to Moses intuitively, he might not have been at one with self and his intuition, or he might not have believed his prophetic dreams. And you see, God is an extension of you, and knowing you, God is going to come to you in a way that you are going to um, be able to to um, understand in a way that you're going to resonate. And sometimes that can be downright scary. Because I know if I saw a bush and it was burning and the bush was talking to me, I know I'd be running in the other direction. So that wouldn't be that wouldn't be that wouldn't work for me. You know, that will work for me. And God knows this. So when God speaks to me, God speaks to me in a way that's conducive for me to understand because God is a higher, a higher version of myself. I and the Father are one. When, um, and it was, it was when Moses was going to, I believe, free, free the people in Egypt. I believe he said, don't quote me, guys, and don't send me no email about this, okay? Um, uh, but this bit is right. He did ask, who shall I say sent me? And God said, I am. Tell him, I am, has sent you. I am, the I am, the I am has sent you. Do you understand the power of the word when you say I am? Do you understand the connection that that gives you to God? Do you understand the creative power in the word that I, that when you say I am? 
Do you understand that you have claimed it? Irrevocably, it's yours. Every time you say, I am, you are calling your God self and the God that you are into, um, not only into existence, but you are invoking it, you energizing it. You are doing all these things. So it's on you, it's for you to understand, it's for you to recognize that within you is God. There can be no separation. And for you guys, does it matter? Does it really matter where God is? And that's something that I've asked myself, you know, when I, when I was sort of like thinking about this show, does it really matter where God, God is? Does it really, really matter? If you knew where God is, would it change your life? And, 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 if, and if it would change your life, what do you see your life being like if you actually knew where God is? Where God is located? And again, where do you think God is located? You know, people can claim that they know where God is. Yet if you ask any one of them, any one of them, whether God, whether they feel God is within you, when they feel God is external to you, but universal, and that's one thing, you know, God's external to you, but he's universal. He's all around you. He's all around you. Understand me, all around you, not within you. Radiating out of you and around you. But God's all around you. There again, another separation. But when you ask people, and when I've asked people, they usually fob me off with some kind of babble because at the end of the day, they don't know. At the end of the day, no one knows. You know, Livia, this week on Facebook, I saw some, some geezer talking about he had the secret code to, 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 get, um, code to get you to God. And only for five dollars he'd tell you. <laughs> you know, you know what got me? I actually watched a little video, and then I was really ticked with myself. I was ticked. You know, guys, look. What if the secret code, according to him, was in order for you to actually um, to, to to break the code? And to, to know where God is and, and all of this, you had to kill yourself. What then? What then? And, and then you have these cults that have sprung up. You know, Jim Jones is one of, one of the biggest. The next one is Waco, um, Texas, all, how that went down. I think it was Waco, Texas, how that all went down. Then you have the Davidians and, 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 and all, all these people have sprung up and they've, they've told people they know but you have to look to them so that you can um, be in contact with your God. You have to go through me. What? Oh, I don't think so, mate. <laughs> You've got that twist. I don't think so, mate. Like I said, you know, there's this geezer on, on, on Facebook and it's talking about he's got the secret code to get you to God. Well, well, guys, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. God and heaven and everything else dealing in this is free. 
is free. He miserably does have the secret code, but it's his burning bush. It's his code. So just Thank because you. for his code, Thank especially you. you're not going to open your door, it's very unlikely. Exactly. It's very unlikely. Exactly. You know, people people are always looking to find their God or their deity. They're always looking to find their God or their deity. Yeah. They're looking for it as opposed to seeing their life or their, or seeing their life as God or the divinity in motion. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. actually for personally, it's just about being grateful for everything. Knowing that every experience is your God or your deity in action for the good. To me it's 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 kinda of like, uh, I wanna I wanna say it's simply complex. It's simple. It's simple. It's simple. Sometimes I think because we're emotional beings, it's hard. You know, when you see people suffering mm-hmm. and what have you, it, 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 it's hard. But everything is for a purpose. Everything's for a purpose. And the purpose is it, the purpose is good. And it is. I mean, and if you the purpose, if, if you, the purpose is always good. You can you can go the other road and say, okay, well, the purpose isn't good. But then you know, how how does that affect your life? And what's your focus? Well, your focus is on the good or on the next. At JCPenney's Memorial Day sale, sizzling deals are on with store-wide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. How does how does focusing on the negative make you feel? How does so, so focusing on the positive make you feel? It's not about suffering. That's like yeah, yes, yeah, and that's very true, Liz. It's not about suffering. Um, that's like yesterday. Uh, somebody had said uh, that uh, you know, based on stuff that's happened to them, they've been downgraded. And I was sitting behind them, and I said, "Oh." No, 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 no. This is an upgrade. This is an upgrade. It's all in how you choose to look at it. One, one of the things that you had said, Olivia, which is true, you know, with this this geezer on um on Facebook, you said that that was his burning bush, and that's very, very true. That's very, very true. It was his burning bush, and again, last week we spoke about people selling you a bill of goods, and usually. It's a bill of goods that's really useless to you. And it really is. It's their experience. As Olivia said, it's their burning bush. It's their conversation with God. It's it's theirs. It's not yours. And it's, yet, it's a bit like it's, it's, people sorry, buy it's a, them. It's a bit like burning it's ahead, a bit go. like um buying shares. Shares that have no value in a company. It's it's similar to that. There you go. And we still buy them. And we buy them. We buy them. Why why do we do this? We we do that. We'll buy we'll buy shares in a company. Um, we'll buy somebody else's um, rhetoric. We'll buy somebody else's BS, and we'll do that because in our desperation to expand on an innate connection 
that we already feel with the divine, but we, we don't have clarity around. But we know that we want clarity because there's something in there. There's something, there's something within that, that, that little light that flickers, that tells us that, you know something, this is really a good thing. Focus here. This is a good thing. Expand this. This is a wonderful thing. Use this, and you'll be able to do whatever it is that you want to do. And because we are desperate to expand that, and sometimes we know that consciously, more often than not, it's unconscious, but conscious. And so, therefore, we believe any and anything that people tell us. We believe any and anything that people tell us that will get us there. And unfortunately, that just doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because, guys, I'm here to tell you, if it worked, where you find yourself life today, you wouldn't. You would be exactly where you want to be, which is ironic. It's where you are. You would be exactly where you want to be. So, guys, it's vitally important. It's vitally important that you understand that whether you are reading scripture, whether you have been told something, whether, whether you are metaphysical, whether you are new thought ministry, whether you are uh, now evangelical, whether you are... I, I, I don't know, Pentecostal, I, whatever, whether you're Christian, whether you're Buddhist, whether you're um, Hindu, whether you're uh, Muslim, whether you're um, Jewish, whether you're whatever it is that you are, whether you are Aboriginal in your approach to God, whatever it is that you are, recognize that the God, whomever your chosen deity is, resides within you. If you are looking for God, look there first. Look there first. Because it's my belief that you will have to look no further. If you continue looking outside of yourself for God, you're never going to find God external to you. And what's going to happen is that Things that unfold in your life will unfold in a way where you're going to be knocked flat. You're going to be knocked flat. Or the rug will be pulled from under your feet. Or something will happen that is going to force you to go inside. And this is something that I've seen time and time again with people. Things that happen to them. And they're still doing this external thing as I see it. They're still doing this external thing. You know, well, I have to see what the pastor says about this. Um, no, what, what, do you, what do you say about it? Well, no, I'm going to go and talk to the pastor about this and see, see, see what he says. Well, what did God say to you? Huh? Well, what did God say to you? Oh, to talk to the pastor about it. Oh, really? Did you know it's a sin to lie? <laughs> it's a sin. It's a sin to lie. You know, and, and, and stuff like that. You know, all this business about going to confession, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned, blah, 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 all this stuff about going to confessional. 
Okay, feeling like a big dog out here. Mm-hmm. And you go to confession and still sinning. Still sinning. But sin is in whose eyes? Who who can claim that something is a sin? Who has that right to claim that something is a sin? Who feels that they are righteous enough to judge anybody? As it says, for the, he he who it, he who is without sin cast the first stone, and nary a one of you, me included, nary a one of you could pick up a, a stone and throw it, because all of us do things that are not in our best interest. All of us do things that are not in our best interest. So, is God in heaven? Is God in heaven for you? And so, where where is heaven? Is God on earth? These these are the things, these are the questions that I feel that people really, um, really need to, to, and I really mean this, guys. I'm not saying you have to, but I feel that people really need to start this evaluation of self, within self. You want to know where God is? Ask God. Literally, you want to know where God is? Ask God. Take a moment to inhale, exhale, get quiet. Connect. Connect with God, the divine, or whomever your chosen deity is. And ask God, where are you? Are you? And when you hear that booming voice in your head, (laughs) and you try to run away from yourself, (laughs) because it made you jump, you would have got your answer. But you can ask. You can ask. And if you ask in truth, you'll be told. As I said before, and I really mean this, the days of being fed, um, the days of being fed uh, uh, the gospel and telling you that this is the gospel, those days are, those days are over. People are thinking people. You're all thinking people. You all are having your experiences. People will ask, why do bad things happen to good people? Bad is a relative term. Bad is a relative term. And then on top of that, we don't know what their internal life is like. We don't know what their internal life with God is like. We don't know what their, what their conversation with God is like. We don't know if, they, if they've recognized that God, for me at any rate, is an internal God and not an external God. We don't know if, if, if their thing is that God is an external God and this is where they're at. We don't know. So good things or bad things happening to good people, that's a bias. That's a bias, and this is, what, this is how we came out on the show to begin with. We're talking about things being a bias. That's a bias. And it's somebody's bias, what makes it good and what makes it bad. So 
So if you're looking for God, you need to do the work. If you're looking for God, you need to do the work. Again, this has been a raging debate and will continue to be a raging debate. People will always be telling you what to do. And again, people understand me, hear me clearly. This is a multi-billion dollar industry of self-help. And for the church ministry, that's a zillion dollar industry. They don't even really know how much that industry is worth because most churches are tax exempt. But they're making money. Because if they weren't making money, they would cease to exist. Because churches close like McDonald's, (laughs) and they do. They close. They ain't making money, they're going to close. They're going to close. So, guys, it's important that you do the work. And, again, for those who are scripture-based, you can take a look at uh, Galatians chapter 1, verse 15 and 16, or 15 through 16. You can look at Luke 17, um, uh, chapter 17, verse 21. And the other thing that I, I want to say to you, you know, in regard to why do good things happen to, to uh, bad people? Uh, why do bad things happen to uh, good people? I'm sorry. No, why do? Whatever. Right, you got it. Um, it's really important to understand that like in Isaiah 45, uh, verse 7, it says, and God says, I form the light, I create the darkness, I make peace, I make evil. I, the Lord, do all those things. This is why, for me, people do things that are off the wall. You see, we, we, we did a show um, maybe sometime last year, and it was called Ye Are Gods. And people are afraid. People are afraid to call their birthright. People are afraid to call their heritage How can you not be a god and or goddess if you feel that you were created by God, if you feel God is your creator? How can you not call yourself that? You know, that's tantamount to saying, you know, your parents are trying to claim you and you're like, "Uh, no, you're not my mom and dad. No. But yes, we are. Nope, you're not my mom and dad. No can do. You're not my brother. It's that sort of thing. How can you not know who you are? You see, if you know who you are, you will know exactly where to find God. If you know who you are. Now, I'm not saying that all of this is easy. Because there are many indoctrinations that we mm-hmm. have been, um, been subject to. We've been subjected, as as we spoke about earlier, to the belief in the devil right there. Right there, there is a separation from you and God. Because as Olivia said, and this has been my belief for as long as I can remember, if I am not focused on God, then what am I focusing on? You see, if you're focused wholly and solely on God, you don't have time for anything else. But you see... You have the power of choice. This is why I do what I do. The universal law of choice is the first law given to us by God, given to self, for self, 
You make a choice, and it's binding. Guys, this is why when you want something and you've thought it through, you want this thing, in, in, in the scripture, and I don't have it in front of me in scripture, it says, you need to take the first step, step near to God, and God will step near to you. What that means is you have to say, yes, this is what I want. This is what I want. And then the universal source of which you are a part of will assist and support you in the creative process or the moving it into form. It's so vitally important, guys, that you do your work. Do the work. Do the work. Do the work. Stop believing everything everybody is telling you. Stop. Because they're giving you disinformation. And I'm going to be really generous here. That many people feel that they're doing the right thing. And on that, I give them praise. Where it becomes the wrong thing is when you believe it as gospel. You know, when, like, for as far as information is concerned, you know, um, but, you know, for the dictates and the uh, indoctrinations, or, as far as religious and spirituality, as you said before, um, go. We actually have to think about the source, the source where the information is actually coming from, and what is the advantage to the source that is giving you the information. There are, there, there is a person and personal, sorry, an unadulterated relationship necessary to your God or your deity. You need your God or deity, but as quiet as is kept, your God and your deity also needs you as much as you need your God or your deity. You're both parts of the same kind of double-sided golden coin that's on a golden mission. And yeah, you can ask someone to tell you, oh, uh, well, what's the message from my God? But they have their own idiosyncrasies. As Wendy was saying before, you know, a word changed, a a, a punctuation mark Hmm. in the wrong place. You know, things can get lost in translation. It's imperative that you actually do it directly without without any interruption, without um, someone interacting for you. Is imperative. There's that you, you know, you know that um, thing. I suppose wars. That thing where, that um, in the Second World War, where they had that poster and said, "Your um, your country need you." Country needs you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your your God needs you. Your God or your deity needs you too. Are you failing them, or are you? What I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing? And um, that's exactly right. What are you doing? What are you doing? Um. Again. I I do know, and I do know this, that many people, not all people, and certainly nobody listening to the show, um, Mm. that many people, they actually don't want to do the work. Many people think that it's easier. You know, I, I, I hear this every day. I hear people say to me, um, you know, I, I'm just gonna let God handle it. What are you gonna let God handle? Well, I'm just going to, I'm going to turn this situation over to God. Okay. Do you understand what that means? Yeah, I'm just going to let God handle it. Okay. 
Do you have an idea of what you want to happen? Well, no, I just know I don't want this. Do you understand that if you don't have a specific request, and this too is written, I didn't actually look for this, but I should have. Did you, do, do you realize that God will use you for, for somebody who knows exactly what they want? He'll use you. So you need to know what you want. When you turn it over to God, you turn it over, you turn it over as a plan. People say that when, when, when you give God a plan, God laughs, but that's not true. That's not true. I really don't like that, that, that phrase. You know, I see that all the time. You know, you give God a plan and God will laugh. No. God will say, thank you. My goodness, you have done what needs to be done in order for me to do for you on your behalf. You have to step to me. And that step means you have to tell me what it is that you want. Because at the end of the day, when you have your life review, however people want to, want to call it, but you do have a life review, that life review is about you. It's about you and the choices that you have made. For those of you who are scripture-based, for those of you who are Buddhist, for those of you who are Muslim, for those of you who are Hindu, and Hindu have a whole group of gods, for those of you who are Hindu, for those of you who are Aboriginal in your belief, recognize it has been said that only to a certain degree that whom you call your God can intercede only up to a point, and thereafter, you have to answer for you. Just the same way Christ had to answer for Christ. Buddha had to answer for Buddha. Muhammad had to answer for Muhammad. And all the gods in India have to answer for themselves. So guys, you need to do your work. So can now, can you tell me exactly where God is? And if you say you don't know, the answer, then, no, you can't tell me. Do you need to know where God is located? Do you really need to know? And if you feel that God is located somewhere, are you telling me that you feel that location is external to you? And if it is external to you, how will you know when you see it? How will you know this is God's house? How will you know? Who's going to tell you? Who's going to tell you this is God's house? Who's going to tell you? What will let you know that this is where God's located? And if God tells you, yes, this is where I'm located, how is God going to tell you that? Are you going to hear it inside your head? Are you going to feel it inside your heart? Or are you going to see it written somewhere? Please enter. God's here. This is where I live. What does that look like to you? The work that you must do, and hear me clearly, the work that you must do is to question yourself and to think, to question yourself and to think and to think and to question yourself. Because at the end of the day, all you have is self. All you have is self. 
You are a direct expression of, as I call it, the living God, whomever your chosen deity is. You are a living, breathing, direct expression of that. The temple, which is the body, will fall away eventually. Like all things on the face of this earth, unless you're a cockroach, of course. They tend to live forever. <laughs> Don't know what that's about. Although <laughs> that, that's a whole different thing. But the temple, your, your body, will eventually cease to exist, i.e. it will move out of form. Energy cannot be created, nor can it be destructed. Hear me, guys. Energy cannot be dis, uh, destroyed, nor can it be created. That's something that you need to think about. That's huge. That's huge, guys. Energy cannot be created, nor can it be destructed or destroyed. It can only move into form and out of form. There's a huge message in that. So where, where, where do you think God is? I mean, for me, personally, God resides within me. I and my Father are one. As I said, I am a God. And many people feel that to be blasphemous. Many people are like, oh, and who do you think you are? I'm just like you. Only I recognize my heritage. I claim my heritage. I claim my lineage. Yes, my parents, my, my human parents are there. They were, God bless them. I chose them as a vehicle to come here. And they were happy to allow me to do so. But you see, when they're gone and I'm gone, we all still are. Because the essence of who we are continues to live on. It is it. You know why it's eternal? Because energy moves into form and out of form. Energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be created. It cannot be destroyed. It moves into form and out of form. This is why you are an eternal being. This is why you are an eternal spirit. Guys, take, look, y'all watching Empire and all them shows there, Game of Thrones, this and that, and all, all of those shows. You know, all, all, all the stuff that you watch. My thing is, there's nothing wrong with watching all of that. Absolutely nothing wrong with watching all of that. Believe me, I'm all up in it. I just finished watching Iron Fist. I'm all up in it. But what I would say to you is, are you dedicating the same amount of time or half that amount of time to you and your spirituality? To you and your spiritual growth. To you and a greater understanding of who you are intrinsically. Not the external you. You know who the external you is. You know this by how life responds to you. But I'm talking about the internal you. The eternal you. The form that never dies. The form that can never be destructed. Oh, destructed. I don't know what that is. Um, destroyed. The form that moves into form and out of form. You are the living God. You are and you house the living God. 
You are no longer, once you reach the age of majority, that's why people say you're a child of God. No, no, honey, I'm a woman of God. My husband's a man of God. He ain't a boy of God. He's a, he's a man of God. My sister, she's grown. She's a woman of God. Her kids are, 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 are women of God. My nephews are men of God. The little ones coming up, they're still children. They're children of God. But as they grow, they become teenagers of God. They become women and men of God. You're not a child anymore. So put down those childish things. Grow up. Take ownership of your life. Because your life here is not, and I repeat, your life here is not infinite. There's a finite point on how long you will be here. And whether you read the Torah or whether you read the Quran or whether you read the Bible, whether you read the, 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 the Diva or the Bhagavad Gita or what have you, whatever you're reading is finite. Whether you live 700 years is finite. Whether you live a day is finite. It's not infinite. Yet still you are infinite is where you are. Olivia said it succinctly. God is wherever you are because God is living within you. And in order to live within you, you have to be a part of God and God is a part of you. It can be no other way. Just as you are a part of your mother and a part of your father, your physical, earthly mother, father, it can be no other way. So wherever you are, God is. So look to self when you want to start doing things with God. Look to self when you want to start talking to God. And guys, let me just say this. Let me just back up and say this. I am not saying that within a church or any other organization that you cannot be, be fed spiritually. Okay, I, I, don't, I don't want you to get me wrong there. But what I'm saying is you have to do the work. You have to take that food and you have to digest it. And when you digest it, it is unique to you because we are all unique individuals. I'm not saying that it can't bring your attention to something, but you need to understand when you are in church and, 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 and somebody's preaching and they hit it, they hit it and it resonates with you. Guys, it has to be within you already. For it to resonate, for something to resonate, something needs to be able to hit against something so it can resonate. It just doesn't stand there and resonate. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, whether even if it's just an energy wave or something, something has to. Yeah. Um, you you were saying, go on. No, go, go finish. I'll no, write go ahead, finish like, right. Finish right. Um, you were saying about doing the work, you know, that a lot of people, uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are actually scared, but they're scared into submission because they've been um, socialized or mm-hmm. should we say brainwashed into believing they cannot do spirituality for self because they'll make a mistake and they'll make a mistake mm-hmm. and they will fall foul mm-hmm. to the antithesis of what they believe they God to be. Once again, who told them there was an antithesis? You know, who told them there was a reverse of God? You know, once again, it's exactly. the separation. It's a bit like um, uh, 
spiritual abuse. You know, it's kind of like keeping some, you know, like uh, when you have um, someone who is uh, being uh, psychologically or emotionally abused, where they're just like mm-hmm. kept away from their family, friends, any, you know, to, to be able to communicate, to, to go out freely. It's a bit like that. You know, there's no, there's, there's no internal dancing. That's the only way I can, exactly. I can put it. There's no, no exactly. Dancing. You know, every exactly. footstep, every footstep is said, okay, well, you have to place this one there, this one there. It's not free and easy and just, you know, going with the flow. It has to be done in a specific way. So people are, people are, I think, are scared, scared that they're scared of them, that, that they will make mistakes. And as a result of being afraid and not realizing that um, your mistakes are stepping stones to your glory, your, mm-hmm. your mistakes mm-hmm. are stepping stones mm-hmm. to your victory. Your mistakes are the things that shore up your foundation so that when your personal tsunamis or your hurricanes or whatever comes along, it's taken care of. You can withstand it. Your mistakes are just a perception. If you you believe wholeheartedly in your your deity or your God, there are no mistakes. No matter what you do, it will be right. You may exactly. perceive it to be wrong because we, 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 you know, we have our emotional connotations that go with this, that, that, and the other. But on a spiritual sense, if you believe in a deity and a God wholeheartedly, then there, there are no mistakes. And it doesn't mean... And it doesn't mean that, you know, for, for me personally, that every day, you know, every moment of the day is about prayer and what have you. I mean, there are some people, I, I think, I actually, I, I mean, I say that, I think there are times where, um, I don't know about so much prayer, but maybe um, uh, meditation and, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, contemplation is good. But it doesn't have to be, you know, like 24-7, you know, that the whole point is that you're here to live. You're here to live. You're not here to serve. You're here to live. And in, in, in living the way that you want to live as opposed to the way that you think you should live because that's the way you've been told to do it, there's a difference between um, the energy, that, the God energy that uh, I think surrounds people and being able to connect to that God energy. I think it gets in the way. When someone else or something else is in between, I mean, it's like if you have a window, you know, someone builds, you know, you've got a beautiful full um, field um, that you can see, you can see the sunset every day, and then someone builds a wall there, you know? That's kind of like how it is for me when you have people telling you, um, you know, how your spirituality, what your spirituality should must be, be. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and how and how you are to develop your yeah. personal relationship yeah. with god mm-hmm. you know it lives as as guys as we're talking about this and this is extended beyond you know can you tell me where god is but for me it's all it's all part and parcel of of that many people and again they they believe and have been taught for whatever reason, that the Sabbath is on Sunday, or or um or or Saturday, uh, yeah, Saturday or Sunday, all right, depending on who who you are and what your your religious persuasion is. However, when you listen and should you care to read about the Sabbath, um, the Sabbath 
is the day of rest that is taken after you have done everything that you can do to assist and support in your manifest, the, the desired manifestation. That is when you rest. That is the sabbatical. That is the Sabbath. And for us, that is when universal creator energy moves into form so that which you want can be materialized. It can be realized. It, 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 can, it, it, can, it can do all the things that you want it to do. But above all, it can be made manifest. And a lot of people, they'll say, Sunday is the Sabbath. I shouldn't work on Sunday because Sunday is God's day. Every day is God's day. <laughs> every day. I don't know where you missed that memo, but every day is God's day. Well, I can't do this because on Saturday I have to go to church. Well, why, why just on Saturday? And not every day. You see, every day is a church. Look, yeah, you're going. Look, every, every day is a church day. And why do I say this? Why do I say this? First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of the living God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. Every day is a church day. Every day. So for me, guys, it's vitally important that as you start or as you move forward in your life, that you realize that there are things that have been given to you that don't serve you, that no longer serve you. They served you then, but they don't serve you now. Your job is to define what's what. Your job is to have clear understanding. Your job is to have your own understanding and not the understanding of somebody who's telling you they're biased. Because I'm going to tell you this. When you make your transition, when you transition out of this form into your eternal form, and you look at your life as it has unfolded from conception to death, all those choices are yours. You're not going to be able to say, you know, well, Wendy said, yeah, but what did you say? Yeah, Wendy said so, so yeah, I know. She, 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 she in the amen corner over there somewhere. <laughs> she, she's in the amen corner. So I know what she said. What did you say? What did you choose to do? So it's vitally important. It's vitally important. Guys, that you do your own due diligence about your spirituality. And again, I'm not saying don't participate. What I'm saying is talk to self, question, ask yourself, research, and above all, talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to yourself. And you'll get your answers. So, Liz, is there anything that you'd like to add? Um, one of them, when you said um, uh, day of rest, and I thought, oh, let mm -hmm. me see what an anagram of day of rest is. I mean, I know this is, you know, now, not then. 
but um, mm-hmm. one of the ways you get is for stay, yeah. And it's um, the four stay. Four stay is um, it's a well. One of the definitions is a, a on a ship. It's a piece of mm-hmm. rope that runs from the top of to the deck below, from the top to the deck below, mm-hmm. right? To me, and I think that's quite pertinent. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's your day of rest, and that's the time of connection. Time yeah. of connection from yeah. to you know most people think of above you know when they think of their God mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. it, it, it's about connection and most actually most people do think um, that God is um, above mm. and they are below but so so it, so above so yeah below, exactly I, I thought of that what, well. what I yeah. understood you know. So, so it is above, as it is above, so it is below. People talk about heaven, as it is above, so it is below. So it is below, as it is above. And um, it, it's just things like that. You know, Liz, one of the things that you said, which is true, it, it's really quite simple. And it really is quite simple. Yet we make it so complex. And I really, uh, and this might sound cold, but I feel we make it complex, not only because of our emotional states, etc., but primarily because we don't want to do the work. And it's because we, we are afraid. Fear is mm-hmm. a choice. Fear is truly a choice. And I'm not saying that not to be afraid. What I'm saying is sometimes you need to feel the fear and do it anyway. Fear is showing you something. Sometimes it's not to go this route or sometimes it's like okay you need to take a look at you and what is creating this block what is creating this fear within you what is it (laughs) so for me what I would say is and then I'm gonna okay I was gonna let you go ahead love no, I was gonna. I was gonna go back to that um, that full stay, full stay thing, because I was thinking, you know, it, if it's about, you know, if you take that as uh, something to do with religion, you know, if you're holding one end of the rope, and someone is holding the other end, they can take the other end wherever they want to take it. Mm-hmm. But but so, so therefore, if you have, um, you know, someone who you perceive. In this reality, a human, mm-hmm. human form, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, they, that you believe they are closer to God. If you hand them the end of the rope, they can take it wherever they want to take it. You know, because you're on the other end. I mean, but if you take, if you if you have a direct, uh, you know, a direct line, if you see it as a direct line to God, then it's just between you and him. You have people hanging onto the rope. They're going to drag it every which way. You know, they could wrap it wrap mm-hmm. it around you in mm-hmm. circles. You know, but you want that direct connection. And that's exactly right. You want the direct connection. Mm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you want the direct connection. Um, what what um what I was gonna say, guys, is this and actually lives that's a really good analogy because, you know, when you said they can wrap it around you, I just saw them just kind of mummifying you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But what I would say to you guys, for me personally, my Wendy's personal, my thing is that for me, God is within me. As I said before, God and myself 
are one. I and my father are one. That makes me a god or a goddess, if you will. It can be no other way. I am the god of my life. And many people are like, but I'm the god of my life. Guess what? I am the one who creates. Through my spoken word, I'm the one who creates the light and the darkness in my life. I'm the one who makes peace. I'm the one who creates negativity or evil or whatever. I do all these things through my choice. And many people would not own their life like that. Now, is my life all all peaches and cream? No. But do I live a fairly serene life? I would say, in my opinion, as I look at other people's lives and what comes up for them and the emotions that they are um, uh, expressing, I would say based on that and where I am emotionally, my life is fairly serene. Is it all that it could be? No. Do I make mistakes? Yes. And hear me, I make the mistakes. You see, I am in control of my choices. As I spoke earlier about the I am. I am. Whenever you start talking about I am, you are talking about the God within. Who shall I say hath sent me? Tell them I am. I am that I am. Tell them I am has sent sent you or sent thee. Guys, it, you, you need to do the work. You need to do the work. That, that's what I'd say to you. Do the work and see where it leads you. Ask the question. Go into prayer, meditation, contemplation, sit quietly, whatever, however it works for you. You know, with your music going, however it works for you to get into your zone. And ask the question, God, are you? That should blow a few minds. So, listen, is there anything that you would like to... Um, no, no, I'm no. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, no, there's nothing else I wanted to say, no. Okay, all right. Well, on that note, guys, um, I believe, I believe um, Olivia's going on holiday for the next two weeks, so... <laughs> oh, excellent. So, yeah, yeah. How wonderful. <laughs> How wonderful. A surprise holiday. Don't get paid. Don't get paid. It's a paid, paid vacation. It's a busman's holiday. <laughs> no, we knew it's a busman's bloody holiday, isn't it? There you go. There you go. Now, guys, um, I'm, I'm not sure if I'll be with you next week because I'll, I'll be um, out and about. So I'm not sure if I'll be with you next week. And um, needless to say, you'll be able to find us on Facebook and I'll post, I'll tweet, tweet etc. And um, I'll give you the heads up, Liv. Um, not the day before either. Uh, but out, outside of that, guys, um, do the work. Do the work. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. You have been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice. We've been talking today about can you tell me exactly, can you tell me where exactly God is? I hope the information in this show proves pertinent and helpful to you in finding your personal expression with the infant. <laughs> And, so, and 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 if, and if anything you if, if you've heard anything that offends you, 
the way to turn it round. Chocolate, yeah. <laughs> no, the way to turn it round is to figure out why it offends you. To figure out exactly why it offends you and get something from that. There you go. There you go. There you go. I thought. I thought it said if if it offends you, pluck out your eye, innit? <laughs> and I saw that. Girl. I and I that, as in I. I don't think they mean your eye. I think they mean I as in I am. Me me me. Go look if. <laughs> The pluck out yeah. <laughs> All right, wait, wait, see. Oh, it's uh, actually that's Matthew five twenty nine. It says, um, "If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away." Actually, I, I have I have to admit I'm a King James version of the Bible, so it says. If thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out <laughs> and cast it from thee. <laughs> yeah, for but... it is profitable for thee that one of thy member should perish and not the whole body should it be cast in hell, into hell. And that's a fact. <laughs> well, to, to me, it's not, it's my, you know, <laughs> what it's saying is take the eye, take yourself away from the situation. Yes, of course. You know, remove yourself exactly from the situation. If you, if you, if you take it as as literal, because much of the Bible is um, is a parable. It's it's a story. A, a parable is about you putting yourself in the place of the characters and having an internal understanding of what's going on. And it doesn't, it's not always literal. So in this, I totally agree. You know, if, if your right eye offend thee, or if something offends you, whether left or right, remove yourself from the situation. Because it, it, there's no profit in it to take you under and cast you into your whatever oblivion. You know, if what it means is you just step away from something. It, it can also and, and mean... I, I agree. And it can also mean that, you know, if what you believe is right offends you, then try something else. You know, exactly. throw that away. You know, what, what you have been told is right, chuck it away, find something else. Find something else that you, that you find more conducive. There are many, many interpretations of that. Many, many. I mean, there, there are so many different, when, when I look at this, you know, there's, there are so many different, there, there are so many different um, uh, uh, versions of this, that, 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 that one text, and it's like, really? How can it say mm. so many different things? You know, if you're yeah. right, it causes you to stumble. Well, who said anything about stumble? How do, you, mm. how do you get stumble and offend are two totally different things? Mm-hmm. Offend and stumble to, you know, and then you, you have, if your right eye causes you to sin, how we get causes, it, it, uh, uh, how, how does that figure mm. into it? Mm. And, you know, there, well, there it, are those three things. It's like, wow. Well, very much like, but all, all of those um, can uh, link into your perspective, your perspective, your perspection of exactly. what you think is right. And, and actually, 
Yeah, that's right. And it, I think it, it's saying, well, you, you actually need to question. You need to question. You need to, need to make sure what you believe is what you really believe and not just something that you have been told. And if it's not what you uh, believe, and it, then you it, throw it away. You then, throw it out. Then pluck it out. Pluck it out. Because <laughs> it, it got it right. You know, right, if your right eye um, scandalizes thee, the other one is, <laughs> that I'm reading here, but if the right eye can be sneered to thee, mm. Can, excuse mm. me, if the right eye can be a sneer to thee, mm. pluck it out. Mm. So we went from offend, which is the original, and who knows what the original was before that, to stumble, to scandalize, to sneer. Oh, subvert. There's another one. Mm. If, but if your right eye subverts you, all of these things mean, all these words mean different things. All of them. But as Olivia said rightly, you know, you, you vibrate to whatever you need to vibrate. But this, this you know, I'm like, wow. No, when I, I was saying that, I meant, that I, I meant um, what you believe to be correct. I mean, so like if mm-hmm. you believe a particular something to be correct because that's what you've been told, then it's about figuring out whether it is correct for you or is it just because you have been told it's correct and if it's not so right as in correct not right as in you know yeah you understand mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. no 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 I understand no I understand mm. I understand I, I was just like wow what was that six different interpretations yep wow yep wow there's power in words guys power in mm-hmm. words power in words and the understanding that you have of those words. But what I'll say to you guys is do your own due diligence. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice. We've been talking about can you tell me where exactly God is? Do do the work. I'm an intrinsic coach. My co-host has been... Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. And, yeah, we'll see your face in the place most probably in a couple of weeks. But outside of that, guys, take care of you. Love you guys. Love you, sis. Love and you, until darling. next time, I'm going to see you. And, you know, on this, on this note, I have to, I think I'm going to go out. Who are going out? I've got to go out with Bob Marley. I've got to do, <laughs> I just read all that stuff, and I'm like, no. No. This is wrong. So who the cap fit? All right, peace. Love you, sis. Bye. Bye. Love you, sis, darling. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Man to man is so unjust. Children, yeah, don't know who to trust. Your worst enemy could be your best friend. Oh, only.